Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years' experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Next up, you'll be listening to United Way Community Connections with Mike Affelberg. United Way Community Connections. United Way Community Connections broadcasts every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on WSMN. In United Way Community Connections, you will be introduced to leaders from all of the great nonprofits in Greater Nashua, from caring for our children to our seniors, from helping our homeless pets to our at-risk vets, from learning the skills to get your GED, to dealing with trauma and substance abuse. Community Connections is the place to learn with Mike Affelberg about what's going on. Learn how you can help and make a difference from the experts. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show, which is making a difference in Greater Nashua. Here's your host, Mike Affelberg. And a good Monday morning to you. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope everybody had a wonderful, safe, healthy, happy, and family-filled Thanksgiving this past weekend. Um, I know I did. I had the opportunity for, I think, the third or fourth year in a row to visit some of my relatives out of town. Of course, unfortunately, that means that I missed the uh, Santa stroll or the uh, the Nashua stroll and all of the uh, things that go along with that. Um, Unfortunately, I do see the pictures on Facebook, and it looks like it was just a fabulous event here downtown once again. Congratulations to all who participated, Great America Downtown, the mayor, and all of those who supported uh, making the Nashua Stroll just a really great and fantastic success. As for me, my wife and I got to spend some quality time in the car. Um, I think that's awesome. She, well... I don't know if she thinks that's so awesome. I mean, imagine nine hours with me in the car. I can barely stand myself. So, you know, how how she must feel, I cannot tell. But we drove down to Western, well, not Western, but Pennsylvania near Reading to visit my uncle who lives in an assisted living place by himself down there um, for Thanksgiving Thursday. Then we drove over to visit my aunt, my cousin, actually, um, over in South New Jersey by the shore for Friday and then Saturday we visited my aunt who lives by herself in Manhattan lower Manhattan um, all of my relatives small family but uh, it was great to see everybody and connect with everybody you know we should do that more often but uh, unfortunately the distances are pretty great sometimes so it's hard to do that as much as you'd like anyway it was really nice to see everybody for Thanksgiving um, so you know last week was pretty busy week at United Way even though it's a very short week the big, the big item that we had that I really want to mention is we had just a phenomenal, phenomenal outpouring of support for our third annual shoebox project. Um, that project is basically at its core designed to bring resources, bring much needed resources to our shut in elderly, low income senior population. So if you think about the, 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 person who is on Meals on Wheels or gets services through the caregivers um, who cannot get out and does not have the means to otherwise purchase items that are that are maybe uh, beyond the very, very basics. Um, that's what this in, uh, whole program is designed to do, basically to show the love, if you will, to that population, let them know that, no, they're not alone. 
um, that uh, that there are people in our community who care. And so we collect items, everything from personal care products like fancy shampoos and lotions and soaps and perfumes to nice coffees and teas. Um, we have a great partnership with Lint Chocolate, who gives us Lint Chocolate Truffles at a, a huge discount, which we otherwise obviously could not afford. We had several thousand truffles. It's hard for me to keep those in my office and um, uh, not eat all of them, but I tried my best this year to restrain myself and, and uh, did pretty okay. So um, then we also, this year, focused a little bit on brain health and memory. And every year we try to have a focus area that, that uh, takes into account one area of senior health. Last year we focused on safety, so preventing slips, trips, and falls. We don't want our seniors to end up in the hospital. We want them to be healthy and safe. So this year we focused a little bit on brain health and memory and collected items such as uh, crossword puzzles and Sudoku books and playing cards and things that just stimulate the brain to stay active and you know the science is pretty solid on this stuff if you you know if you stimulate the brain then it does um, help to it's not a, it's not a cure but it helps to stave off the progression of things like Alzheimer's disease and dementia interaction with the brain is so important so we did uh, collect items like that and then we had about I want to say 50 60 volunteers show up huge outpouring of support from our high schools um, we also had um, a great team from Eversource Energy, and they were a sponsor again this year. Um, also, Monarch Instrument was a sponsor this year, um, as well as Embroid Me. They, uh, but Eversource showed up with a big team of volunteers also to help package up those kits at the uh, Senior Center on Temple Street last week. And um, we've got several hundred kits ready to go. We're going to have another packaging day um, for items that we still have left. But we have several hundred ready to go, and as, as the date and time and location come closer, I will definitely make sure everybody knows about that who might want to still participate. So really great event, and we're, we're very, very pleased to have that in our community. And that was just last week. So, you know, it's been a week since we were on the radio, actually two weeks because of the holiday. Um, and uh, so we do have a couple things coming up. I did want to mention briefly, um, you know, we have our, our ongoing United Way campaign. This is where we get out into the workplace and meet with employees who would like to contribute to their community through their workplace um, giving. And so we're meeting this this week and next week with folks from the Nashua um, City Departments who participate, um, which is pretty awesome. We have a great city and schools campaign where employees give through, again, through their payroll deduction uh, to support the community. We also have um, a meeting uh, this afternoon at the community college. They do the same thing. So this is a really great way for employees to give back because it's kind of painless, right? You know, you're given a couple bucks, you know, a pay period, um, rather than, you know, one big donation it kind of spreads out the, uh, the, the pain, the financial pain throughout the year and also helps to create that steady source of income that we can use to reinvest in our community. So that's going on. Um, did want to mention just a couple of things else besides that. I'm going to keep plugging away at our blizzard blast. This is an event which is coming up on January 26th. I will tell you the blizzard blast is brand new to Nashua. It's an event which has been held down in Lowell for the last seven years. This event is going to be so cool. Super cool. Um, it's a about a four-mile obstacle course competitive race. So if you've ever been to like a Tough Mudder 
or heard of a Tough Mudder or a Spartan Race, one of those things. This is basically the same thing, only with the added twist that it's in northern New England in the winter. So um, hence the name Blizzard Blast. We've got about 30 obstacles that we'll be setting up along the trail, which is um, along the uh, Nashua River from the Mill Yard over into Mine Falls Park and back. Um, and the the obstacles are going to be awesome. It's people carrying empty kegs of beer, not full kegs, uh, empty. Um, people throwing old Christmas trees, you know, people um, suspending themselves and climbing across all sorts of jungle gyms and stuff like that. It's just going to be awesome. Um, and um, over the last seven years where that's been in Lowell, they've had anywhere between 800 and 1,400 participants. So we're pretty excited about bringing that to Nashua. Um, we're actually hiring the same company that's done that in Lowell to, to bring that to Nashua as a fundraiser for our community impact fund, which in turn helps to fund the 16 nonprofit partnerships that we have with United Way. So it's going to be fun and it's going to be, you know, just a great opportunity to get out and do something in that week before the Super Bowl when not much is going on. So keep your eyes peeled for that. There's more information coming, but the best place to find more information about that is on our Facebook page, United Way GN. Um, that's the United Way Facebook page locally, and there's an event already set up for that. So I wanted to mention Giving Tuesday. So we had, you know, we have Black Friday, and then we have, um, of course, Black Friday, like the whole shopping weekend. And then we have Cyber Monday, which is today where people go online um, and spend ungodly amounts of money on stuff that they may or may not need and then we have cyber tuesday cyber tuesday not cyber tuesday giving tuesday giving tuesday started a couple of years ago and it was a uh, you know initiative basically it's, uh, sometimes these things are just a reaction um, this one is basically the idea is people have spent a lot of money on gifts and let's not forget our community along the way so Giving Tuesday is uh, very popular with the nonprofits that participate and um, look to get volunteer stuff going and service projects going, but also to generate some much-needed end-of-year revenue. Um, traditionally, we have not at United Way participated very actively in Giving Tuesday because a lot of the nonprofits that we actually support through our community investments are also participants in Giving Tuesday. And it felt like that was something which would be really competitive. So let's say, for example, you know, the Boys and Girls Club maybe participates and has a big push for Giving Tuesday. It didn't feel right for us to do the same thing because we didn't really want to harm their efforts, of course. And that would be, you know, kind of like the bad neighborly thing to do. And of course, uh, United Way really isn't all about that. But this year, we're going to do something a little bit different. We have a bunch of different fiscal agencies. Those are programs of United Way that aren't actually um, um, their own organizations that we support by giving them sort of a home from which they can run their organization. So I'll give you a couple of examples. We have this new initiative. We'll be talking in a little bit with Meals Matter. That's an initiative that's been started at Nashua South by a couple of very enthusiastic kids who want to sort of close that food gap um, for, for you know free and reduced lunch where kids maybe don't quite qualify for that but still uh, have to make that decision do I you know buy lunch or does my family you know have heat for the day you know heat or eat that's a big issue when you're right right at that margin so um, they've worked hard on that they're a fiscal agency of United Way we have also Sinfonietta Strings which teaches music education in the schools um, particularly violin, viola, and cello to low-income kids. We have 
uh, One Greater Nashua, which is an initiative to help immigrants and refugees in our community to be more welcome and is geared towards the health outcomes that come from being welcome and, and um, embraced by a community. We have um, Grow Nashua, which is working very hard to create sustainable food resources in our community through community gardens and community farming. We have the Rohingya Society, which is working very hard to help the Rohingya refugee community, of which we have several hundred people in our community, to to reestablish their culture and establish uh, their roots here in, in Greater Nashua. And the list goes on. So our idea with Giving Tuesday this year is instead of doing something which is really self-serving and United Way-ish, that we're going to actually use the opportunity to promote each of the uh, nonprofit fiscal agencies that we support um, providing that home. Oh, I should mention a couple others. There's also the Nashua Prevention Coalition, which works to keep kids drug-free. Um, that's also really important. And then there's the Santa Fund, which we're the fiscal agent for as well. The Santa Fund, of course, for over 40 years has been the place where our community has given in order to help support the um, holiday programs at, at uh, Milford Share, um, at the Front Door Agency, and at the Salvation Army. So when families apply for assistance, perhaps for, you know, to, for gifts for their children um, at the holidays, the Santa Fund runs um, through United Way, through our partnership with the Nashua Telegraph, which really started the Santa Fund over 40 years ago. So that's what we're doing for Giving Tuesday, um, hoping that people find either one of those that interests them or another nonprofit that they really care about. And don't use this as, this is not the donation that you were planning on making anyway. This is that little extra. So try and so try and dig deep, as they say, if you can, if you can afford to, you know, give a couple bucks to whatever the nonprofit is. Um, I'm sure every bit of that will be, um, you know, appreciated. And I certainly know within our United Way fiscal agencies that that will be greatly appreciated as well. So I'm Mike Gaffelberg, and this is the United Way Community Connection Show. And, you know, I was so enthusiastic getting into this, I never even talked about why you would listen to this show. So I'm hoping that you're not sitting there scratching your head going, what the world, what in the world is this? I thought I was going to be turning on the radio and hearing George, and here's this guy, Affelberg, who just keeps droning on and on about some, you know, service stuff and the community and blah, blah. So you are listening to the United Way Community Connection Show. We're on each and every Monday from 9 to 10 a.m. Our mission, our purpose, the reason why you would listen is to learn more about the nonprofits in your community. Learn more about what they do so you can connect to services and learn more about what they do so you can help support them how you can pay it forward, if you will. There are going to be two special guests coming up this hour. Um, just after the break, which is coming up shortly, we're going to have Nashua Teachers Union President Adam Marcoux on the show. Adam has been with us before. Adam and the Teachers Union are very great supporters in the community and partners of ours at United Way, so we're pretty excited to bring Adam back on to talk about what's going on this these days with the Teachers Union. And then we're going to have, at about 20 of the hour, our friends from Meals Matter, and that's um, a group of students at Nashua High School South who are trying to bridge the food um, security gap at Nashua's, Nashua's, in Nashua's high schools. So this is the Community Connections Show. I'm your host, Mike Gaffelberg. We will be back in just a couple of minutes after our break. Brought to you by Edgestone Properties of Nashua.
Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years' experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Title Boxing Club is the best and only authentic full-body boxing workout that changes your body, clears your mind, and completely engages your spirit. Our signature workout utilizes the fundamentals of a true boxer's workout, including proper heavy bag training to strengthen and tone your arms, legs, back, core, stamina, and your confidence. Empowering, exhilarating, and totally addictive. This is your new favorite workout class. Visit them online at titleboxingclub.com or call 6032 That's 206-5608. And begin today. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. As school resumes and school buses fill our roads, the medics at American Medical Response want to remind both parents and children about bus safety. Never assume that drivers of other vehicles are in fact stopping for the school bus. Walk on sidewalks to the bus stop. Never run. Children must stay out of the danger zone around the bus, which is 10 feet wide or 5 giant steps on all sides of the bus. At that distance from the bus, the bus driver can see you. Check out more safety tips at amr.net slash safety. AMR medics are here for you every hour of every day. Well, good Monday morning. You're listening to the United Way Community Connection Show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. We are here each and every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. talking about the nonprofits in our community and how you can connect with services and how you can also give back by supporting those agencies and the work that they do. So we have two different segments with interviews each week. And um, so our first interview today is with a good friend of ours who's been on the show before. I think Adam has been here at least once, maybe twice. Uh, I think think? this is my third time. Third time. So maybe that's the charm, right? Maybe. Maybe. I I knew where to go this time. (laughs) Adam Marcoux is the president of the Nashua Teachers Union. Um, and has been on the show before. And sometimes when you think about nonprofits, you don't think about, uh, there's all sorts of organizations that you don't think about, and, the, and a teacher's union is one of those. So NTU is a, is a nonprofit. We are. And um, so it makes a lot of sense to talk about what they do and how they're changing lives and making a difference in our community. So, Adam, thank you for coming on the show today. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I should say, what is going on new these days at the NTU? 
There's always something new going on in the NTU. Um, by the time I'm done here, there'll probably be something new that wasn't new, you know, when I came on the air. So, um, so we're going to stir up some trouble here. Is that? The yeah, idea? probably. Maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> people think I like doing that, but um, we have two contracts about to go. Um, one was passed by my membership in the board, going okay. to the board of aldermen for our secretaries. We are close to being done with a food service contract and then all four of the union units so a lot of people here in Nashua teachers union and they assume teachers and that's correct our biggest group is our teachers but we also represent the paraeducators secretaries and food service workers so we have four groups under that umbrella and all should have ratified contracts by February and that will give us some time to focus on some other things that we like to focus on. And those contracts that are coming up are for what length of duration? So the secretary's contract will be four years, retro to July 1st, 2018. And then food service will be for three years, um, retro to September 1st, 2018. Okay. So we're in pretty good shape across the four units right now. Well, that's great, and it has not always been the case. There have been times in our history when the you know when those relationships have not been as strong as we'd otherwise like as a community. Yeah, um, we've struggled sometimes um, to get deals done, um, but ultimately we both come to the table trying to find a deal that is fair for both sides that both sides can. Um, I hate to say live with, but you know. You you come to negotiations, and if you've never negotiated anything, it's um, I actually, it's one of my favorite parts of my job. You bring a lot to the table, and they want something, you want something, and it comes down to um, what you both can live with, and what's best for the community. And you know, it's not an easy task. It's not always fun, but ultimately, we're responsible for the eleven thousand kids in the district, and. That's what we try to focus on when we're negotiating those contracts. I think that's a really great great point is, you know, sort of keeping like why are we doing this in mind and uh, both sides can do that. It'll achieve a better outcome, I suspect. Right. And we, we need highly qualified educators. We have some of the finest teachers in the state, um, in our district. And, you know, teachers get the limelight, but the other groups – whether they're represented by the NTU or not, are just as important in the district as the teachers because without the secretaries or food service or the paraeducators supporting the different elements of the day, you know, teachers do the teaching, they do the cooking, they do the phone answering, they do the small group support, whatever. All of them together make the success in the district. And um, it's important to remember that when we're negotiating those contracts that, they need a fair living wage, just like everyone else, if, right. we need, if we want highly qualified staff in our district. So when we talk about the NTU, I thought it might be interesting to talk a little bit about sort of organized labor in general. You're part of the AFL-CIO, correct? We are part of AFL-CIO. Um, our parent organization, if you will, is the American Federation of Teachers. Um, so we're part of both organizations. So AFT National is part of National AFL-CIO. National Teachers Union is part of New Hampshire AFL-CIO and by extension AFL-CIO. And we're also affiliated with the American Federation of Teachers here in New Hampshire. So 
There's different levels depending on where you are. We're at the local level. We have a state organization and then the national. So how do you make decisions locally as far as, you know, where do you, where do you, and I mean you, Adam, specifically, where do you get your marching orders from as far as how to represent the teachers locally? So ultimately, I get my marching orders from the 1,500 or so members in Nashua. So we have direct elections of officers. So as long as you're a member of the NTU, you have voting privileges, and I get my direction from them. Now, it's very difficult to have the membership together all the time. So each of the 17 schools in central office have um, what we call building representatives. And depending on the size of the school depends on your representation. And I have about a 70-member board of directors that I meet with monthly um, that votes on things and gives me direction. And then I also have six officers that make up the executive board with me that are in the nitty-gritty, behind-the-scenes kind of thing, um, helping me make decisions. A lot of people think that, you know, I make all the decisions myself, and I make probably 2% of the decisions. Ultimately, it's the executive board and the board of directors working together to make a decision that's best for us. But you, you get decide, to decide, like, what the window-washing schedule is in your office and stuff yes, like that. Yes, and, you know, when we clean the carpets and, you know, <laughs> I get to pick I out the how, coffee that's ordered. This feels awfully familiar. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's good. So I appreciate you explaining that because I think people don't necessarily understand labor in general and right. how, how local labor works. I get a lot of the credit because it's my voice representing the NTU. Right, um, and that's what I'm elected to do. But it's ultimately those group, that group of people that I work with every day, that really push the decision making. Um, I'm just the mouthpiece. You so you take that as you will. So, so you've been at the helm for what two years now? I am entering my third year. Third I was year. reelected to a second term in June that was effective um, August first. So you had awfully big shoes to fill. I think Bob Sherman was the president of the teachers union for decades, right? So. Bob came into the picture in just after the um, the teachers' union strike in either 1970 or 71 here in Nashua. And he was president for two years in the 80s, and then he was president for seven years starting in 2009, maybe earlier, until he retired. And yeah. then he retired and I took over. Bob negotiated every contract on the books from the year he started in Nashua till he retired, which is a lot of contracts. You're talking teachers, food service, secretaries, and paras. And when he came in, a few of those contracts didn't exist yet. So we're talking about building them from the bottom up. Um, and Bob, Bob was always 20 steps ahead of everyone else. He he would say something and we would look like, what is he talking about? And literally, you know, a week down the road, we're like, oh, that's exactly why he was doing that because he had everything calculated ahead. And, you know, I was fortunate to be his vice president for a year and still have him on speed dial just to throw things off of him, get advice and support. And that's a benefit to me. I have two former presidents still in the district that I talk to all the time, and then Bob, and just having a group of people that has been there 
is very beneficial to me. So I'm very grateful to have them. And Bob did so much for the NTU. It's, you know, I, I, I can't even describe, you right. know, until you live it, what he did, it's indescribable at times. Right. Absolutely. So big shoes to fill there mm -hmm. for sure. Um, one of the questions I wanted to ask you was, um, people probably don't realize this, or many people don't realize this, but the NTU as a as an organization also gets involved in giving back to the community. Yes, and um, I'm not sure that that's new, but it it's new to me because of my role. Um, you you've of course been very supportive of United Way, but you support a lot of other initiatives such as N68 Hours of Hunger and the Meals Matter program, and probably a number of others as well. I wanted to talk about that and um, like talk about what's behind that. Why would you know why this outreach into the community? Well, I'm glad to talk about that part of my job. Um, it's probably one of my favorite things to do. Um, the outreach had been there; it's always been there. We've expanded upon it, and um, I'm a um, product of social media age. I was in college when Facebook came out. And you could only be have Facebook if you're a college email address. So we grew up with Facebook, and then Twitter came along. And it's just a matter of we're doing a, a lot better at, and I hate the, selling what we're doing. We were doing it, and we just weren't putting it out there. Right. Um, these organizations that we're supporting in our in our our city do so much for our kids directly and that's important to us because even since i started teaching in 2008 the changes that we've seen um with the opioid crisis and the hunger issues and you know then the the market crash and the economy went down and there weren't any jobs and the needs skyrocketed and there's not the family structure that you of old um in some cases, there is no structure, and those kids still need to be educated. But prior into educate them the best we can, we have to make sure their needs are met. And we as teachers and support staff and the school district can't do it all by themselves. So we're fortunate to have groups like your United Way and N68 Hours of Hunger and these kids who are behind me coming in after me for Meals Matter at Nashville High School South to take the initiative and just run with it to help their kid, their own situations is just in incredible. So um, you came and met with my board in November, um, and I like to say we spent a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> I, I just signed the check. I don't write it. So, um, so we are an annual sponsor of the United Way um, Days of Caring. Um, right. We're very happy to do that. Well, um, we're very grateful for that support. It's a great way to get the community involved in different aspects of things, not necessarily the kids, but those things help the public, which helps its cyclical, everyone helping each other. That's right. Um, we'll once again support N68 Hours of Hunger. So um, for those that don't know that group, they feed the kids. The 68 hours comes from the time they finish lunch on Friday until they have breakfast at school on Monday. They send food home every weekend for uh, 200 kids in our district and on the vacation weeks. And we're going to cover the February vacation week, which is about 29 meals from the time they leave until the time they go back. 
Um, we, I was fortunate to be able to go to National High School South last Monday and pre present the Meals Matter team with a check for um, $1,000 to support their endeavor. And a lot of people questioned, you know, those are our local kids. Well, you know, why not more? And I go, oh, don't worry. This is just the start. We want to we wanna be there when they're trying to move on to north and they need a little pick-me-up. And, you know, we want to be there to support them because they're taking the ball in their court and trying to make a difference instead of waiting for the Board of Ed or the adults who should be making the changes to do it. They're just going to take the bull by the horns. And that gives me so much hope in humanity. There's days that you go, oh, look what's happening today. And then you've yep. got kids like this who come in and their biggest worry is making sure their classmates eat. And they just took it and ran with it. And we're happy to support them. The United Way, we're doing our third annual Toys for Tots drive. We know that our kids locally will benefit from that. Um, and we're, we're glad to be a partner with the community. Um, it's more than just teaching kids, um, reading, writing, and arithmetic. It's teaching them to be good people, to support your community, support others when you can, and that it's okay to ask for help and get help when you need it. That's fantastic. And I, I love the fact that you guys are doing that. I mean, these connections in a small community like ours are very, very important. Um, and, um, of course you also um, the teachers union, I will say not just, it's not just financial support. You also do things like when we have our, our community baby shower, you've done collections of items and stuff that goes back to benefit low income moms and dads. And, uh, you know, those kids show up at our doorsteps of our schools just a couple of years later. And if they're not ready to go, then, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of rework and a lot of backtracking. And I, I just think about community events like, um, Nashville goes back to school. Um, yep. we're happy to attend at you know, be participants at the Nashville Public Library the week before school starts. And the amount of community organizations and even city organizations that just come together to give those kids a good start for the school year is incredible. And having a community support each other the way ours does, um, I hate to say is unique, but I really think Nashua is unique in the way it supports each different pocket of the population with the needs they have. Absolutely. Adam, thank you. Uh, we only have like one or one, a minute or so left. Any last words on the Nashua Teachers Union or our community that you'd like to share with our audience? Um, if you have toys for Toys for Tots, we're collecting at our union office, 7C Taggart Drive, in between Fun World and the La Hacienda. Um, all 17 schools have drop-offs. Um, and, you know, I can't, you know, plug enough the Meals Matter kids they're coming in behind me and they'll do a better job than I ever will about talking about their program. Um, they're making huge differences in the lives of their classmates. And I can't wait to watch and see where it goes um, in the coming weeks, months, and years to come. I think they've got a good um, plan and um, we're happy to support it. Absolutely. And I will say also, anybody who wants to learn more about the Nashua Teachers Union can go online to the website www.nashuatu.org, nashuatu.org. I will say ntu.org is not the Nashua Teachers Union. It's it a not. very different website I just yes, discovered. Yes, it is. Yeah, um, yes. 
NashuaTU.org. And um, Adam, thank you so much for coming on the show, and happy holidays to you and your family. Thanks, Mike, to you as well. Absolutely. And we'll do a handshake for Facebook, and we're going to be back in just a couple minutes with our friends from Nashua South who are representing the Meals Matter initiative in our schools. You're listening to the United Way Community Connection Show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. This is Mark Allegro. If you like what you hear during my show, you'll love what you read in the Boston Broadside. I urge you to subscribe today. Call 978-352-6800. For 30 bucks, you'll receive 12 monthly issues of New England's only conservative newspaper. Get news without the liberal spin. The Boston Broadside. Subscribe today, 978-352-6800. That's 978-352-6800. The Boston Broadside. Hi, this is Tony Joyce from Joyce Cooling and Heating. Now that the leaves are turning, it's not too early to start thinking about servicing or installing a high-efficiency heating system for your home. At Joyce Cooling and Heating, we can install a new comfort system using name brands like Lennox Furnaces or Air Conditioners, Renai Boilers and Water Heaters, or Mitsubishi Ductless Systems. Don't wait until you have no heat. Call Joyce Cooling and Heating at 882-4244 or on the web at JoyceCool.com. And remember, utility rebates start back up in January. Edgestone Pro. Properties is a leading home builder in southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years' experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. The Village Network was created for only one reason, to keep those 62 and older in their home as long as possible, ideally for the rest of their life. The Village Network is the answer for children who do not live nearby and worry about their parents being able to remain independently and safely at home. 
The Village Network has a network of trusted providers and volunteers who provide transportation, home repair, home delivered meals, grocery shopping, and others who are there to help when you need them. We can even find someone to walk your dog. The Village Network does not charge thousands of dollars of upfront costs for services you may never need. With the Village Network, you only pay for services when you need them. Become a member of the Village Network today by calling 603 891 0008. That's 603-891-0008. The Village Network. Become a member today. Well, good Monday morning and welcome back. You're listening to the United Way Community Connection Show on WSMN 1590 AM. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. We are here every Monday morning from 9 to 10 AM talking about the fantastic nonprofits serving our community. Um, today we are joined by three, not one, not two, not, not well, not one, not two, but three students from Nashua High School South who have taken it upon themselves to start an initiative in their school called Meals Matter. And I've talked a little bit about this in the past, but um, I think it's really fantastic to actually have them on the show today. I'm going to introduce them. We're going to try and do this as best as possible. George has told me in the past that three guests is really confusing for the audience, but I tend to think we have a very sophisticated listenership on the United Way Community Connection show, way above average, so I bet you're going to have no problem following along with the conversation. I'm going to start with Jenna. Jenna, I knew that I would get that wrong right off the bat. Jenna Huntula is a senior at National High School South. She's going to be joined in a little bit by Patrick. Um, Patrick, Patrick, what's your last name? Martin. I should read my handwriting better. Patrick Martin and Sawyer Cosgrove. Yep. And welcome, guys, as well. So, Yenna, tell us a little bit about this project, Meals Matter. What is it? Um, how did you get involved? Why does this matter to you? Yeah, so basically how this started was one of our teachers, Miss Yates, she approached our teacher, Miss Winters, about the signs in our school's cafeteria that say, no money, no food. So those are kind of discouraging to everybody that enters our school's cafeteria, I guess. So when you, so if you're, um, if it's been a while for you who are listening, like it's been for me, you probably don't remember what it's like to eat in a school cafeteria. <laughs> you go into the lunch line and you, uh, and you pick out your food or you bring your own sack lunch or something like that. People still have sack lunches. Okay, so yeah. I'm not even sure if that's still a thing, but you pick out your food from the lunch line and you go to pay and you probably have like your a keypad or something but you're saying there's a sign there that says no money no food yeah and what does that mean no money no food so if your lunch account so every student has their own lunch account and if that account is negative or it has zero dollars then they'll give you no lunch okay and um which is of course discouraging and i, sh I do know and maybe people don't realize this but also with our scheduling in our schools um how What's the earliest lunch that people would take? Because you break it into different schedule yeah. blocks, right? Yeah, so the first lunch would be at around 10, 45. Yeah, yeah. right around there. So so you're saying that people might not have lunch, which is at 10, 45, and then they have like four hours of school left. Yeah. Yeah, right. they got to yeah. make it through fourth block. Make it through fourth block. So that's a long time to go if you're hungry. Right. And um, so you guys have decided you want to... Now, why would somebody not have lunch money? Well, there's probably a couple reasons why that would be. Why, why is that? 
Yeah, so, well, we have the federal free and reduced lunch program, and that cutoff for that is obviously a certain amount, and so some people don't qualify for that by just $10, which then they they obviously won't have money for lunch. The $10 isn't really going to help you mm-hmm. much. Yeah, I mean, they miss it by just $10, but lunch is still, I think, like it's $3, $3 yeah. still every day, so... And that could be multiple kids in a family that have to pay $3 every day for lunch. So there's obviously it's not going to be able to afford it. So if somebody has that, now there's also breakfast involved. This is Correct. Patrick, right? Yeah. So if there's somebody, um, they might have, they, so if they're negative on their account or they don't have any money in their account, they probably miss breakfast too. Right, yeah. So they're really going like the whole day without without food in their exactly. in their belly. Yeah, which is terrible to think about because some kids like all of us are athletes and stuff too and we have like practices after school and that means kids go all day and then go straight to practice and maybe even work after practice all day without eating being hungry takes away from your learning too yeah it makes it harder to focus and you just don't take away as much as you could from school so Sawyer have you actually had this experience of not having any money in your account and 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 running into this problem I I definitely have um but just because of my own forgetfulness um but regardless <laughs> well, i've gone happens. through school pretty hungry and i'm just i'm a different person sometimes i get a little hangry um and i'm just not as focused because you're kind of thinking about how uncomfortable your stomach is because you're hungry um you're a little more tired not as energetic so how, how on um and this should be obvious to anybody who's thinking about it how how what sort of quality of education do you have on those days? Um, definitely a lower tier of quality than when I'm well fed and I've had breakfast and lunch and um, I'm just full. So we spend a lot of money on education in this town. I'm sure you guys are aware of that. Yep. And it doesn't seem to me like it makes sense to, to do that if we have a bunch of hungry kids who can't learn. Right. Exactly. So now you've come up with this program. Now, which of you wants to take this question? How is this going to work? I can take that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we'll turn it over to Sawyer to talk about how this is going to work, actually. Meals matter. Right. So essentially, um, as a student walks in the lunchroom, it'll go just as every other kid getting hot lunch. They'll enter the line, grab their lunch, uh, whatever type of food they want. Um, but as they get to the register, um, the method we were thinking of doing is having the number that should be entered to take money away from the Meals Matter account would just be displayed on the register so anyone can discreetly enter that number into the keypad opposed to using their own personal number. So then when they use that number, the um, money will be taken from the Meals Matter account and and the lunch will be funded for the student and they can walk away. Um, And it's not like publicized that they're using this account because a lot of it is food um, like not having access to food can make people feel insecure and, um, which it shouldn't, but that's the way things work and people can feel, um, they can just be insecure about not having funding for food. Absolutely. So what did, have you, you guys did some surveying in the school district, right? We did. So you did a survey, um, any interesting findings come out about that? The date, what does the data tell us about this need? Yeah, so we found that, so we had around 400 responses to the survey, and we found that 55% of respondents have had to go without school lunch at some point within their educational careers, and we also found that 
13% of students that are on federal reduced lunch are still unable to afford it at the reduced price of 75 cents. Okay, so um, you, there's a need there, mm-hmm, clearly. Definitely. Yeah. And um, so the reduced, so the, there's sort of this gray area, like free is obviously, yeah. you know, that's not a problem. But if somebody qualifies for just reduced, then they're in that gray area we've talked about on my show before, which is sort of the heat or eat yeah. kind of a dilemma that people have. Um, what sort of trade-offs and life decisions do I make? And oftentimes, short-term food is one of those one of those trade-offs. Um, how many students would you anticipate then therefore needing this program at some point throughout the year based on what the data says? So we've estimated to be around 100 students, but we honestly don't really know just because there's really no data collected on it within our school or the Nashua School District as a whole. So we really are not sure. And the situation that each given kid could be in can just be shifting all the time. Like, say one person needs the program because dad lost his job and temporarily they don't have money, but then he gets a job the next month and they're okay. So it can shift very frequently. Yeah, I would expect that it wouldn't be always, or maybe somebody's transferring from another school and their Mm -hmm. paperwork hasn't gone through. Is that something that could happen? Yeah, that's definitely happened. Yeah, so we're like aiming for like those gap kids, as you were saying, like that gray area. I mean... We're not, I mean, if kids need it, they can use it every day, of course, because we want kids to eat. But it's also like Sawyer just said, like those kids that it could change bi-weekly, you know, like one week they can't afford lunch, one week they can. And those are the kids that we're trying to help so they don't go a week without eating food at school. Absolutely. That's fantastic. So people listening, I'm sure that there are some people listening who want to find a way to support what you're doing. Um, how would somebody from the community support this effort, Meals Matter, in the Nashua School District? Uh, <laughs> Text Meals Matter yeah. to 4144, oh, so right? Oh, yeah, that, I think that's true, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Isn't> that <it? laughs> so, um, yeah. The, hey, you guys were at the holiday stroll, right? We were. We were. What, what yeah. sort of feedback did you get from folks at the stroll about the program? I mean, everybody really said that it was, like, such a good thing that we're doing. I feel like a lot of people don't really – like, people in the community aren't aware of the need that students have. So I feel like a big part of it was just education – just to make everybody aware that this problem is is prominent in Nashua. Sounds good. Now you're selling merchandise yes, as well. Yes. Yeah. So we have shirts for sale. We have shirts, magnets, stickers. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We got it all. Yeah. It's awesome. Shirts, <laughs> magnet, stickers. I love that. And you're on Facebook. I know that yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. We are. Um, so people can support, and, and I think on your Facebook page there's a donation link where somebody can actually mm-hmm. donate money to Meals Matter. Um, or you said that they can do the text to give, which I think is texting Meals Matter to 41444. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay, very good. Now, are you planning to expand the program to Nashua, the other Nashua High School, Nashua North at some point? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so we're actually planning on starting to implement this program within our school, so Nashua South, by December 3rd. That's our goal, so next Monday it should be. And... We're planning on expanding it to North next, so hopefully by the spring of this year, and then after North, the middle schools, and then the elementary schools. So hopefully in the next three to five years, we'll have this program in all the schools in the Nashua School District. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fantastic. Now, is the need different in the in the high schools than it is perhaps in the middle schools or the elementary schools? I mean, yeah, so in high schools, when kids are denied lunch because they don't have money in their account 
we don't get anything. We get no food, which is ridiculous. But um, in the middle and elementary schools, I'm pretty sure they get like a sun butter sandwich or something or maybe some vegetables to go along with their lunch. So, I mean, they're getting food still, even when they don't have money in their account. But um, high schoolers, as I was saying earlier, you know, like sports and work and everything after school, they go all day without eating. So... Um, the need is a little different, but we still want to feed every kid in Nashua. And we don't also, like, want to just stop in Nashua. Like, we hope this influences other, like, towns and stuff nearby to start doing something similar to Meals Matter to help feed their kids in their community. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just pulled up your Facebook page. So anybody who <laughs> wants to, I'm sure one of the ways they can support you is just basically go on your page, like it, and maybe share it. Mm-hmm. So that is Meals Matter NH. Um, is the uh, is the URL so it's Facebook you know dot com front slash blah 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 meals matter nh um, and then um, you also have a website that mm-hmm. you've set up called meals matter nh and it's on Weebly but I think you can just Google that mm-hmm. and that also has some pictures and a little bit about you has a donation link where people can give. Um, and a little bit about about you guys. You've also been in the newspaper, the Telegraph, but also I saw the Union Leader. Yeah, a couple times, which in the, is in the Telegraph. <laughs> pretty awesome. Pretty yeah. awesome. You yeah. you know, usually things like stay in Nashville. They don't go outside. Mm-hmm. It's awesome that the Union Leader picked that up too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very exciting. exciting. Well, we're just about out of time, guys. Any last quick words about Meals Matter? Going once, going twice. Um. Well, one thing that we just recently. Um, figured out the actual logistics of is at LaBelle Winery in Amherst, New Hampshire. We have organized a event to help raise money for this cause. Um, the owner is super helpful. Uh, that's going to be January 5th. <laughs> you guys will send me the information. We'll put it out there. So yeah. fundraiser at LaBelle Winery, thanks to Amy LaBelle, which yes. is awesome. You've been listening to... Patrick, Yenna, and Sawyer from Nashville High School South Seniors who are trying to fight food security in their community right at the school level. Guys, Meals Matter, it's awesome. We're very proud of what you're doing and, you. uh, and, re- and really love it. You've been listening to the United Way Community Connections show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. We're here each and every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSMN 1590 a.m. Next week, we'll be back with Easter Seals, and we will also be back with Joseph's Closet from St. Joseph's Hospital, which is um, putting durable medical products into the hands of low-income individuals in our community. Next up is Suzanne Kaperniak with the Village Network. Until next week, please remember, be kind to one another, because great things really do happen when we live united. to 1590 WSMN Nashua.